sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome, Santa Barbara. We are here. We are live. We are crazy, crazy filled up today. And I'm really excited. And I love the first person I always look at because this is a big Zoom meeting. You know, you can't see what I can see. But when I look down, bottom left, I see just light. Okay. And that would be Sloan Reality Vocal Coach. Hey, hey. How you doing, Sloan? Oh, my gosh. What an honor. So good to be here. Yes. And you're doing somebody here today. I do. I do have a guest today. Uh, he's very close to me, someone I've, I've known a long time. The incredibly talented, gifted. I had no idea, uh, actually, that he was a songwriter. I knew he liked to sing and dance and perform, and he's very talented, but he's turning out, he's, he's just killing it right now. Uh, and he'll share more on that. But we got Gabrielle in the house. Oh, Give it up. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'd like to say that you're because you were a co-host on Teen Sports Radio in your senior year at Santa Barbara High School, it just cracked everything open. But no, no, I'm just asking. It helped a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Breaking out <laughs> of that SB bubble. That's it. Well, what's really <laughs> nice is you were such a natural. And I actually looked at the video last night with Dominique, and we are laughing. And I, I'll send it to your mom later, and she'll share it with you. You probably don't remember. It was like one of those posted little things that I took a clip of. And I shared it. I, we got we got crazy amounts of views and a lot of laughs and everything because I asked you the question. Your mom grabbed the mic. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, I got to see that. Yeah. And you're like looking at it like, really? Yes. <laughs> awesome. And That's she not right. stop talking. Do you know what I'm saying? She was so nervous for you. Oh. I think that was my firstborn, you know, boy. It was like he didn't have to talk for the first three years of his life. And I had to send him to boarding school. I mean, because... <laughs> Just like it was horrible. So I'm going to get to you in a little bit because I want to know everything that's going on. But we're just going to go around the real quick. We got Mona Mott Wild in the house, director of gift planning, Westmont College. And the first thing I want to do is Mona is I want to pitch this. You can't see it because I'm not doing it right. But we have celebrating ten years online exhibition and fundraiser, December third through December eighteenth. I love this five by five. We're all artists. And it's a great fundraiser for Westmont. So if anybody is interested, please go online to www.westmont.edu backslash museum backslash five by five. And um, or you can just go on the Westmont website, I'm sure. But this is the fun one. You know, this is a fun one. So if anybody here knows somebody and would be kind enough to maybe send out a five by five card. So they could send it to the school. That would just be, that would be amazing, huh? Absolutely amazing. We all know people. We know people. Hey, I know a person <laughs> that I'm going to do this to, you know? And uh -oh. I'm just, you know, you send it out. It's kind of like uh, one of my, uh, my ex's friends, what he does, he just had a baby boy. And what he does is he sends out baseballs. And he's doing this huge, he's a big baseball fan. You know, he was... He didn't make it up to the bigs, but he was drafted out of high school. He just loves it. He's getting his son all into baseball. He's got something like 70 baseballs already returned and signed. Isn't wow. that cool? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you never know. I mean, anybody could scribble something on here and you just never know. 
And, it, and Westmont right now, like all of our nonprofits, because we do deal, um, you know, it has to do with supporting kids. And that's what this show is about. Mm. So, again, let's think about that. Um, in the next couple of days, we have time. Again, it's December 3rd to December 18th. What say you, Mona? Well, this is and this is an incredible, wonderful fundraiser for the Westmont Museum of Art, Westmont Ridley Tree Museum of Art, um, I should say. And uh, with all of the challenges that we're facing with the pandemic now, I'm so inspired by the different faculty members and organization and departments at Westmont and how they're reaching out to the community. Uh, the Westmont Museum right now is doing virtual exhibitions. And I just received um, a push out art from home for kids. Um, so there's some great programming going on and uh, love to have more artists involved. Right. And explain that the museum, I mean, I mean, it's extremely expensive to go visit our Westmont Museum, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's all free. It's free. Um, Right now, visitors are limited because of the pandemic, um, but people can see, and we hope this will have us a much broader reach too, can see the, all the exhibitions online. Um, nice. And uh, if you want to see it in person, make an appointment. Um, so that's not hard to do. You could just call, call in or check on the site, correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Fantastic. Okay, let's move along. We have guest Dominique. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Okay, well, you. Well, I'm going to shoot it over to you now. Uh, actually, I'm going to shoot it over to Christine. I don't have my paperwork in front of me. <laughs> Christine, can you introduce our guest? I can. I um. I have. I I put my. So today we have with us um, Ruth. Wishingrad, Mark Okrusko, and Chipper. Chipper, I don't know your last name. I think I, I think she told me what it was. Um, anyways, and 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 these wonderful people are all part of a business called Airtime Watertime. Yes, and yeah, oh, great T-shirt. Uh, those just listening can't see it, but Mark has a fantastic T-shirt that says Airtime Watertime on it, and it's amazing. And what and. Well, I'm just going to tell you what their mission is because it's, it's very lovely. Well, the Airtime Watertime is a float suit company devoted to inspiring human potential. And their mission is to provide people with new ways to enjoy the water, improve our oceans, protect the reefs, and save the environment. And what they, what they have, is, which is so amazing, and I'll let them talk about it after I just introduce it, um, is the floater, which is a flotation suit that offers a totally new level of security, confidence, and freedom to all who wish to enjoy the water. It's a wetsuit that helps you stay in the water and float. So take it away, guys. Go ahead, Chip. Thank you guys so much. And it's such a great story, really, of how this was produced. I was personally, just real quick, I was born and raised in Santa Barbara. And what do you do there? You become a surfer, of course. And uh, as my surfing career took off, um, I found myself uh, in creating a surfing school called Surf Class. And the surfing school naturally began to take in all of our kids in the community. And we started to work with kids with special needs. And we created the Best Day Foundation which we are able to take blind kids and kids with disabilities out. Well, 
all of that put together moving forward, I met Mark and Mark had this beautiful suit that he came up with while surfing the beautiful Rincon, the queen of the coast, right down south of Santa Barbara. And as we know, that's a right point break that takes west swells. And those swells wrap around that point, and it could take six, eight, and ten-foot surf. Well, this particular day, the surf was pumping. Over 15-foot waves were coming in, and Mark was caught inside with a rogue wave. A rogue wave is that bigger wave that comes in the sets, and it was a monster. Holding Mark down underwater, Mark was thinking of ways of how he can come off of the, sur off of the bottom and reach the surface. So he was trying to think about how he could have a flotation of air in need. And when he surfaced, he came up with the floater. The floater is a spring suit, wet suit, with a back zip. And in the chest area has a flotation P PVC piece that helps the user just float. As that came about, airtime water time was developed in Santa Barbara, California, and since then, we've been servicing the needs of kids with special needs and creating amazing stories of seeing people with cerebral palsy and Down syndrome and paraplegics that put on this suit and absolutely change their lives because of the confidence that they can depend on while in the water. We moved on, too, if we talk about our mission statement. Thank you for talking about that. Because the mission really is to find that human potential, whether you're a person with special needs or you're a beginning swimmer in a swimming pool or you just want that confidence as an adult and you just haven't been able to swim confidently out into the water. We introduced the suit to Hawaii where we took it out over the delicate reefs like Hanama Bay and the reefs of Kona. And as we floated over the reefs, we realized that this will really help people keep people off of the reef. The problem is people will step on the reef. And as we know, a reef is a living organism. Like the Great Barrier Reef is one of the largest living organisms in the world. And at airtime, water time, we're out to help protect those reefs. So our suit got certified as a reef smart certified product which means that it is certified to be reef smart to keep the floater keep the user floating right on top of the surface while never having to touch the bottom while having their mask on and snorkel and floating just what a, it is so what a great selling our disabilities market yeah yeah, Chipper. it's just incredible. I'll, I'll stop there because I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We, we have a lot of questions for you, too, I know. And we're going to get back to you Good. and all those questions after these messages. This is Erica Salda, the cleaning team. We'll be back with you very shortly. Well, now together we will stand every boy, girl, woman, and a man.
back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Fantastic. Okay, before we get back to our guest, Sloan Reality is going to tell us where we can find Teen Sports Radio because we're all over the place. I'm telling you, literally all over the world right now. Uh, well, first of all, call letters KZSB, 1290 AM. If you're wondering where you can tune in, find us on 9 AM and 11 PM every Tuesday, Sundays at 6 PM, Mondays at 3 AM. For those of you who have that insomnia, your meditation isn't working, your breathing isn't working, tune in to 1290 AM. And of course, the internet. TeenSportsRadio.com. Should I go on? You've been practicing that, so. If you like what you're hearing, go on to Facebook or the YouTube, Instagram. Yeah, and spank that like. That would be great. By the way, Erica, Erica, in light of our guests, I just want to say that. Uh, I uh, I have sisters, older sisters, and we had a pool next door to us when I was a kid growing up, and they could float for hours on their backs. I could never get that down, but I can float face down. So this sounds like a great thing for me to be able to float on my back. Yeah, I I, I have just a quick question, Chipper. So this it's a is it kind of like jumping out of a plane? You got a parachute, you got to pull a rip cord. That's how it activates, or is it always activated? It's always activated. The PVC is, is sewn into the chest. Got it. But like a parachute, you zip up the zipper and you're ready to float. Oh. Got it. And you're going to tell us where we can get your suits? You Are know, you going to share? Book, yeah, thank you so much. I know Ruth has some insight, but our website, airtimewatertime.com, you'll not only get to see the suits in all sizes of kids, adults, and extra larges as well. And Sir Richard, to your point, it was really, it, what we call it is the wow factor. Ah. And I know Ruth can, can lean into the wow factor a little bit. Ruth, what are some of the examples of wow that we've heard lately? Oh, we get, we get testimonials from people all the time. And people, um, Richard, it sounds like you might be what they call a sinker. Is that true? That is correct. I know how to drown, okay? <laughs> so we we get a lot of people who actually say to us i'm a sinker and i have never been able to float in my entire life um we have new videos coming up all the time now and um but but so they, they try on the suit they walk into the water they go wow like it supports them there's no way that they and then and then it's funny because then they say all right let me try to try to dive down and then the, the their butt sticks up and the <laughs> sticks up and all you can see is their butt and they can't go under. So it that provides a lot of confidence and freedom mm. and, and comfort. This just just pic, just this, picture an ast, an astronaut in space mm-hmm. and you see these pictures of these guys floating. That's what our suit is. This so. does not replace a life vest like if you're on a boat somewhere. You you wouldn't wear something like this in lieu of a life vest. Correct. Okay. I, I, you know, but, but, are, this, yeah. but you couldn't use this. This isn't going to satisfy the requirement for uh, water sports behind boats. That's um, going to be different. Let me let me address that. Uh, basically, 
Um, when it comes down to the science of this, uh, our suits have about 50 newtons. Newtons is a, is a flotation measurement. Oh. And the rest of the world, we're Coast Guard approved. And in the United States, uh, we're currently working with the Coast Guard to, to develop a suit that will satisfy their needs. And so eventually, um, you can replace all the existing life vest type of formats and scenarios and be wearing our suit, which is remarkably flexible. You can, uh, our Coast Guards in uh, Puerto Rico say they can swim twice as fast with half the energy. So it's, it's, it's. And then they don't need the core. Then they don't need to have the, the, the cords and everything get tangled because they can just roll the person right on top of them. Now, part, part, part of the, Part, excuse me. Part of the problem is, is that when you're when you're doing lifeguard stuff, you have to be very careful about coming up against up to somebody who's drowning. Because, I mean, theoretically, they say that you have to go up there and knock them out so they're unconscious so that you can rescue them. I know that sounds yeah. strange. It's kind of oxymoron. But you can basically go up and hold them. And as they as they get comfortable and relax and see that they're not they're not going to drown, then it makes life saving really easy. So this is like because a head to toe. This is like a head-to-toe onesie, so to speak, or shoulder, neck-to-toe, one-piece? It's a, it's a spring suit, so you have, it's like a wetsuit with short sleeves, short legs, and, oh, okay. Uh, okay. And, and the flotation is just in the chest. Interesting. Okay. Thank you. Well done. All right. What we'd like to do is um, we'd like to support you. Yes. Uh, Can I say that? it, Erica? Can I say it, Erica, please? Yes. We would like to give you a commercial. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, Thank you. You, well, well you know, that, that, makes, uh, that puts us in, an, in a very difficult position because that means we would like to give you guys suits. <laughs> 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 well, about, suit or no about, suit, we'll give you. T-shirt. That's good. For, for Hat or T-shirt, t-shirt. That's good, but we would love to give you an Erica. Give me a length, 30 or a 60. What shall we do? I think we need to give a 60 because they do the handicap. They do everybody. Excellent. They do kids. They do all kinds of kids. That's what this show is. We got to give them a full minute. We got to give them the full Monty. You got it. it. You got it. We'll float the 60 for you. Okay. Because we're all about the float. That's it right there. So here's what. How many, where, where are we manufacturing our suits? We're manufacturing our suits in China right now. And, and we actually uh, have uh, possibilities of manufacturing in Thailand and Taiwan. I was over in Taiwan and what an amazing place, you know, but they have a great factory over there. Very nice. And then as far as the infrastructure here in Santa Barbara, your home office is that's where that is here. That that is correct. Excellent. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So where's where's your offices located? I'd be one fourteen East Haley Street, Sweet P. Nice. Fantastic. Another footprint in Santa Barbara. All right. We're gonna we're gonna let you go and, and my people will hook up with your people. We'll yes. get this commercial out really fast. Thank you. And then we're gonna take a break right now. We're gonna come right to Gabrielli after these messages.
are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, at 9 a.m. Wow, we're gonna, we're definitely gonna be uh, using these relationships most definitely. Oh I'm yeah, so excited! What a gift! Oh yeah, that Santa Barbara. Well, you know, wild enough with him. So the my kids never Santa Barbara born raised. Water, not their thing. They did all kinds of other things. But my daughter, my youngest, learned, she started working with uh, Thomas through iSurf this summer. She didn't, she never knew how to surf. She learned how to surf and she's been teaching surfing all summer. Wow. The kid is now, because of COVID and remote learning, she gets up at 6.30 in the morning when I'm going to the gym. She goes out and surfs, comes back in time, does her first two classes in her bathing suit, does her stuff, and can't wait to get back out there. The girl is on fire. She, I'm it's a good thing she's surfing in the water then. <laughs> right. Uh, but, um, I love what he was saying about entrepreneur and entrepreneurship, you know, finding mm. your passion, you know, creating, uh, you know, a, a living around love. And we just had this conversation and I, you know, sissy surf adventures, you know, I, I, I want to help her, you know, yeah. s- learn how to how to turn that into something that could you know, create income for her or whatever she's mm. going to do. But it's so weird. We have a whole side of our house, one of my COVID projects, this whole side yard now has been turned into a surf hang with a solar shower. Gabe, you're going to love this when you come home. We've just completed the fence, the gate with the hidden string to get in the hidden door. It's like a whole part of our, our yard that we've never used. Hey, uh, Gabe, Gabe do you surf? Do you surf, Gabe? I do not surf. Oh, well, it's time you started. I know. Do you want to surf? <laughs> I guess that's a next question. Isn't quite for me. I'm more okay. of a lake person. He's okay. a lake guy. I understand. Aww. I love the ocean. There you go. Water skier. Uh, oh, yeah. There you go. All right, Sloan. So let's get to Gabe. Okay, so less talking from Sloan, all talking from Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm zipping it. I'm zipping oh. it. So, okay, Gabe, since you left Teen Sports Radio, you graduated. I think you went down to Long Beach State. Am I right? Yep. Yeah, I did that. I went to Long Beach for a couple of years before I transferred to Westmont. Loved it. Right. And then you graduated? Oh, no, no, no. I did two semesters okay. and was out of there. Okay, good. Yeah. But it wasn't because of the school, just because you had a, a, a deep passion. I mean, you had something that you, else you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I just planted that like very early on in my high school career that I didn't think that I would last too long in college. Um, so whether it manifested itself or not, yeah, I mean, it was, it was good while I was there. There you go. But what so- did you do instead? Mm-hmm. I was working full time. I was um, uh, about a week before I started school. I got an internship in LA at a talent management company. So I was there like three, four days a week, my first semester, and then hired full time uh, my second semester. So I was just commuting back and forth and um, making music. And it was just, you know, late nights. Like I would go and work. I'd spend, I'd drive up the night before I had work and I would go to the studio and then I would sleep in my boss's place and then wake up and go to work and then go to the studio again and then get back to school for the two days that I had all my classes stacked on each other. So it was, it was a lot at the time. So since then, so it opened up all the doors for you and and now your mom says you're, you're on fire. So talk about that. Yeah. Um, started like seriously songwriting at the end of 2018, um, a manager that I started working with, like really pushed me to, to do that and um it's just been a wild ride i mean all of 2019 i think i was in over 300 
sessions for, for writing songs. Um, went to Denmark, uh, did a bunch of stuff with Korea, a lot of stuff in Spanish, um, working with a lot of artists and yeah, just kind of took over my life real quickly. So when you write it, where, where do you drive your, the passion that you have? I mean, you wake up and all of a sudden words just keep, you know, you just, is that what it is? Your, your brain is viral on words. Kind of. I feel like it's almost like, you know, working out at the gym, like you just want to like work out more. It's kind of like that. Like the more I started writing, the more that it was like easier. Like, I mean, there was definitely a point where I was doing like three sessions a day, um, morning, day, night, just because it was like, while I was in it, I'm just like hyped and ready to go. So yeah, it get, it got easier. I think. Do you, do you have to do that much? Is it kind of like the writer's guild when it comes to the comedians? I mean, they're, they're, I mean, sad to say, it's just how it's industry that they're, they're really not looked at. You know, I don't want to even say compensated, but is it, is it a grindy kind of thing? But then you get the lottery ticket uh, where you get to your words are with the artist. And I know you can sing. Um, so how does that work? How does that play out for you? Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely that. I mean, there's like a bunch of like viral tweets and um, articles and stuff just like on songwriters because it's such an interesting field along with you know screenwriters and any other type of writers that like were highly highly regulated you know more than guns more than like so many like other things but then at the same time have nothing to protect us oh Um, wow so yeah it is a grind you know i have so many friends who have huge hits who are still like renting with roommates because they mm-hmm. were a deal or like they were losing their royalties somewhere. Like it's right. it, everyone is truly making it up as they go, especially as like the times change on social media and like where people are distributing Spotify is like the absolute worst with payouts. Um, mm-hmm. They like don't support their songwriters. Um, they actually like countersued us at a bill last year that um, songwriters were trying to get more of a percentage of, money from revenue from streams so you do belong to a guild then it's like screen actors is there a songwriters guild at your or no so that brings me back to we have nothing to protect us we don't have a guild we are not allowed to form any sort of organization i can't remember what the the proper name of it is but like um uh you mean like like csac and bmi csac and bmi and ascap no no, those are the pros but we have we, like a union? You're not allowed to form a yes, union? We can't yeah. form a union. Um, it's, it's Okay, well, this is California, right. so let me tell you, if what the right face, you could form a union. This is the place that starts everything in the world is California. There you go. We're so trying. you just got to get... Well, We're it's, trying. It's there's, true. There's, there's a bunch of organizations that are that are fighting for songwriters' rights right now. Um, this one company, Good. Sona, like they've been fighting, fighting real hard. Um, yeah. Gabe, talk okay, about the writing camps. <laughs> what was that? Talk writing camps that you've been in and those work and how you ended up in Denmark and going over to Korea, which, by the way, released a song that is like number one in 20 countries right now. But go back to those camps. Yeah, I mean, camps kind of came along once I developed more as a writer. Um, camps are like a really popular way of like getting writers and artists together to like write for a specific project. Um, and just kind of back to like the grind, like I did one camp and that camp led to another camp that led to meeting someone there to then flying out to Denmark on two days notice and then going back a week after getting back to LA, mm-hmm. like 
it's just yeah so it's it's definitely hustle and bustle you love it though definitely and it's you it's wouldn't so change you wouldn't change anything yeah and i think all the work but all the hard work eventually comes back to you because it's like i have been writing seriously writing for about two years now and like everything is like just now coming out whether it's like a song that i wrote two years ago or just because of the connections that i have now like a song that i did last week is like something's happening with it but it's just interesting how it all will pile up and then just hit out of nowhere so when you write a song like you wrote a song two years ago and now it's manifesting itself when you write it do you get this like energetic like you just know this is the song is that is that is that what because people who write sing i mean it's you're just so in in touch with your emotion you know i mean mm -hmm. you just have a really good way of equating and putting that feel those feelings either down on paper or uh through your voice or through whatever but you get those feelings where you just know and you believe in the song so much so you're actually being the the salesman of it i definitely do and a lot of the times this, nothing happens with it so it really is like i have to like fight for songs like e even within my team and like my camp like i have to like convince people a lot like for a song that i really love um it's funny so what if what if somebody came up to you and say i like this song but in the third verse change it to this and then actually you like it so how how is that how is that collaboration i mean is that is that uh part of it or no like you're so anal about your words it's no these words are the words it depends for pitch stuff and like when i'm writing for other people like as long as it's a legitimate artist like i'm always down to change stuff um and typically like if it's with an artist that i'm working with directly like we'll change it together so that it's still good but still works for them great well we are so proud of you i mean honestly i i could see it and anybody who's like we when you speak about what you do the love you just pour it out you're just a shining light and it's really great that you can do what you're doing and maybe when you get to the place where you could do your own uh boot camps uh for writers for kids come back to santa barbara you know and and share some of that knowledge but we've got to take a break we love you stick around if you can if you can i understand because after right. these messages we're gonna we are gonna get with ed lang low and if only i'd known well, now Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. It just, this show keeps building and building and building. I am so excited. Next up, Ed Langlo. And if only I'd known. How you doing, Ed? Good. Thanks, Erica. Good morning, everybody. We, boy, we had a full house today, huh? If only I'd known is a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely on Zoom, as well as those listening into the show. 
Today's segment is titled Mindfulness. You hear the term mindfulness a lot these days, and for good reason. We've discussed in past segments the power of positive thinking and the power of the placebo effect, and I'd like to think of mindfulness as part three of that discussion. Mindfulness for me means being aware of things in the present that you may not normally pay much attention to. One of the first instructions in mindfulness is focusing on your own breath, something we take too often for granted, so much so that some might think it's corny to practice that. But I'll guarantee you there are people in intensive care right now on ventilators that don't think being able to take a deep breath at will is corny. Uh, be thankful for that breath and use that focus to block out any worries about the future and any regrets about the past. The things in the future you're worried about haven't and most likely won't happen. And the past is, for the most part, gone and can't be changed. The present, on the other hand, is the only part you can actually experience. And if you choose to ignore it too often, it may become part of the past and is gone forever. And you'll basically miss a part of your life. Think about that one. Uh, if you've been listening to my segments, you know that I love adages. So here's your adage. Forgive the past, dream the future, but live in the present. During this whole COVID disaster, I, I've felt the need for mindfulness meditation. Uh, it can be applied to a meal. Instead of woofing down your food while you're checking your emails on your cell phone, try focusing on the taste and texture of what you're eating. Once that meal is gone, it's gone forever and you uh, don't want to miss it. Mindfulness can also be used as a tool to develop your power for positive thought or belief. Uh, a lot like the power of positive thought and belief that uh, induce the placebo effect. In a recent article I read by Jeremy Howick, the author of the book, Dr. You, and I thought this was an interesting approach. A group of preoperative patients was divided into two panels. One panel was educated about endorphins, neurotransmitters naturally produced by your body that deal with stress and pain in much the same way as morphine would. The other panel was not given the lecture, and they all filled their pain relief prescriptions, while only 10% of the educated group required the drugs. If only I had known when I was young that faith and positive thinking could elicit our bodies to self-mend. But, promise you this, if you just realize that the placebo effect in medical studies is your body reacting to the faith in the outcome and the causes chemical changes like the release of endorphins to naturally ease pain and stress, you'll live a much pleasant life, more pleasant life for it. I'm Ed Langlo. I'll see you next time on If Only I Had Known. Well done, Ed. Thank I like you. the reference that you've made to COVID. And uh, I tell you, it's it's this has affected us all in so many different ways. And yeah. I do believe that your perception on on any current anytime you're in a reality, your perception thereof is just going to really play a big uh, part in how it all plays out for you oh, yeah. individually. So I always try to stay in my own lane 
And, uh, you know, the whole judging thing, I learned not to do that a long time ago. But um, I, I'm, I know that Christine Marie is going to have a card that is an exact mirror of what's going on. <laughs> she just always does this. Yeah. Well, that was, I, would, I love that. That was the perfect segue, too, because, you know, um, part of what's happened for me with um, all these things is with the current uh, world uh, occurrences, we'll say, is that, you know, I've renamed my business and it's called A View from the Deck, which is about taking in all the different perceptions and perspectives. It's very important. And, and how we see and what is our view? Everybody's each view is important. Um, it can be any deck, but for me, it's my tarot deck and I'm out on the deck right now. Um, for what Richard had to spit, I looked this one up, but two, two, two cards flew out of the deck when I was, um, when I was shuffling today and they were the temperance card and the, um, the hanged man. The temperance card to me, I think, relates to the water when we were talking about healing and water and um, and they just flew out. So I, when they fly out, I have to keep them. Right. And so I thought that was really appropriate because it's really a healing card and it manages. It's about finding balance in life and connecting with water and earth. And um, the hanged man to me represents kind of what's happening with COVID right now. We're all sort of in cocoons. We're crystallizing is what I said to somebody yesterday. I did a reading yesterday and I said, you're crystallizing. And, um, and, then, and then comes what, what in that crystallizing moment, um, what, what uh, Ed was just speaking about, the five of pentacles speaks to me about, it says worry, but it's about letting go of worry. And when I, what I say when someone, when this card comes up and somebody's reading is I speak to that no amount of worry is going to change the future. No amount of regret is going to change the past, but any amount of gratitude changes not only the present moment, but the entire situation. If we can find the gratitude for what's happening for us to us. It's not, and it's, that's, that's the sense of it, it's not happening to us. It's happening for us. Everything's happening for us, whether we realize it or not. And then the third, the fourth, fifth, fourth card that I thought that was on the bottom of the deck, um, which talks about creativity and integrating the creative, you know, our creative life with our work life. This time being in this time of COVID and in our cocoon while we're crystallizing, what are we creating? What, what do we love so much that we want to integrate? What has fallen away from us, um, been taken away from us? Maybe it was a good thing. Maybe it was for us because now maybe there's something that's in our hearts that really wants to do something different and really wants to, to integrate with life and into our work in a different way. So this card, um, so those cards just, just kind of came out and, and that's my view from the deck. Nice. Well, I love the name. Well done. Okay, we've got one tiny little section left. Let's go to it right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, 
Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Okay, so my screen, I pushed some button, but you don't need me because this is audio and this is radio. <laughs> we can see you. We can see you. Yeah, okay. we see you. Oh, I can. Yeah, I've yeah, done, I I've done sessions with clients that I can't see, right. but I can hear them, but they oh. can see me. Well, this is all that matters is that you can see me. Great, because I'm going to be really, because I'm so freaked out right now because I can't see you. So my hands are going to be flying. Uh, <laughs> here comes Dominique. Okay, help Erica. Um, so what I'm going to do is, um, but Dominique is here. I just want to have her close out the show. Here, go jump in here. I want to have her close out the show with a couple of... Uh, thoughts for the week right? hi everyone well it's so interesting that we've integrated art we've integrated being in the ocean and enabling uh disabled people to have more access to sports we've enabled talking about the voice and the importance of the voice mindfulness is at present in everything that we've talked about so it's like we've encompassed the only thing we're missing is a little gardening <laughs> Given that some serious thought too. <laughs> it's so inspiring hearing everybody um, with hope and um, compassion and love for others as the world seems to be falling apart around us. Um, there is so much that we can do to connect and um, I particularly think it's the t it's a time to be closer to God too. Um, mm -hmm. That particularly as people, there's so much uh, meanness and, in the world and conflict and disaster um, that we can come together. Yeah. It's I, I just on a really quick note, you know, I, I say the Lord's Prayer every night before I go to bed. And I was like, our Father, why never say this? <laughs> but now because I'm tired, I want to go to bed. But now I've been really like. Uh, almost saying it out loud. So I 100% agree with you. You just need to take that moment and be grateful and bless the world and know that we're going to be okay because we will be okay because it takes us each individually to be okay. And then that's going to resonate because really, I, I really do believe what Richard says in a lot of, and if you're not into religion and you're more spiritual and metaphysical, whatever, we are, our world and what we see is just really us pushed out so christine yeah i was gonna say what i've been thinking about a lot recently is no matter what is happening out there i choose what's happening in here i am sovereign in this space and so if and even though everything else is falling apart can i hold even watching that falling apart with so much love and can i hold that love for myself and for everybody else and really anchor it and know that that may you know we don't really know what's happening or it i mean what i do know is it's all happening for us even if it doesn't feel so good right now right and so it's that aligning with with you know holding my center i'm the eye of the storm we are we can all we all have the opportunity to be the eye of the storm in these storms and we hold that peace no matter what's happening around us. Yeah. Well, what say you? Oh, definitely. And, I, and that phrase, uh, things not happening to us, but for us, I have heard that phrase more in the last two weeks than I've ever heard. And I think for our listeners, and especially for our young people and our teenagers, um, 
you know, that can be a weird, weird concept, but really try to get your head wrapped around that when bad things are happening to, you know, I, I love the gratitude is a great way. If I'm, if I'm not doing well or I'm having a rough time, some it's a, it's a, a physical mental shift. As soon as I get grateful for what is good, what is, and, and, and then I do end up seeing things that were rough or caused discomfort. There was a reason for it. And, um, yeah, and I, I also love prayers. I love the serenity prayer, which I've changed to, you know, God grant me the serenity, not just to accept to accept everyone exactly as they are, to accept everything exactly as it is. Give me the courage and show me the things in me that I need to change to keep my peace and my serenity and my center, right? And uh, just love and service, love and service. That's just, it's it's been life-changing for me. And I haven't always come from that loving place. I'm a hot-blooded Latina that grew up in a house that was uh, very um, volatile. So how I live now is very different from how I grew up. Yeah, but it's just like those are all things that you came in and you those are things that you needed to learn. So when you take a step back, and I've done that, that's what this COVID has really done for a lot of us, I think, is reflection. So I want to leave us on that and Santa Barbara, be grateful, be peaceful and reflect this week. Okay. God bless. See you next week.